It sounds like a fan is blowing on your microphone. And then a gunshot? I'm coming in. Welcome to my show. I am podcasting on location from my parents' house. Sorry, guys. I, sp- I was right like 825, but I spent the last like 10 minutes trying to figure out how to get my Apple earbuds to work with my laptop. And then I gave up on that. Don't worry about my problems, though. I've got my head in the game. I'm ready to talk about books and maybe with some convincing a movie. Let me All try right, Did, did you want me. one of us to try to convince you? Yeah. I mean, if, well, I'm not, you don't have to, but I mean, what do you guys want to talk about? Alright, I'm on my child bed. The one I slept in when I was a child, and I continue to sleep in as a man child. On occasion. You just call it your bed, right, guys. Then. Just crack open a cold one. Got my Miller light on. Do you crack open a cold St. Croix? I forgot what the thing is that you drink is called. The Cross of St. Croix. And you're right, it is a LaCroix. Tangerine flavored. You can only get this at Target and Winn Dixie. It looks exactly like the orange one, um, except the orange coloring is slightly lighter. It's the only way you can tell. And it's a tangerine on it. Hey, let's It's kind of killing about... me, though, because I was drinking a lot LaCroix. last night, and I use that as a mixer, and now it's kind of actually making me sick now. It's unfortunate. Uh, so, what's this podcast about? Hey, let's talk about that movie or whatever. Okay. This is the part where the theme song plays. Yeah. Hey, it's theme song. Get it on. And now you're talking. Is that the right one? You did it. That's a new one that I recorded just now. That's what I recorded just now? Sure. What do you just record now? That's the new theme song? Why not? Mostly silence, and then you can kind of hear something in the background that sounds like the old theme song. I'm okay with that. Welcome to Hey, let's talk about that movie or whatever. The only podcast on the internet where people talk about movies. Oh, I gotta turn the fan off though. I gotta make horrible noise in in order to turn the fan off. I think it's off. It's slowing down. Shh. Okay, it's done. That's what you sound like, Dylan. Now everyone sound like shut up and start shit. talking about a movie. God, I've learned my lesson. I'll never do it again. I'm so sorry, both of you. Good. Both of you listening this. to this podcast because our audience is two people. Yes, we all understood what you meant. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty Logan? sure, like I'm pretty sure, like the NSA listens to this or something too. Yeah, because we know where to get all the bombs into all the population centers. Yeah, we always say each movie is the bomb or is like, hey, do you have a plot for our next movie? What's the plot of it? I was reading a Tumblr with the top 10 ISIS recruiters and we're number eight. So I don't know how that's working out, but I'm fine with that. I think it's just us talking uh, creates more anger towards Western decadence. (laughs) I mean, I'm I'm a walking I'm. I, it's it's crazy I can walk because I'm so decadent and western. I've got a cowboy hat and a bolo tie. I can hear that luxurious like... LaCroix sliding down your throat. It's gross. Oh my god. I, yeah, I just I just took a big old swig. Thank god there's no vodka in it this time. That was not fun. It was fun. So you think anyone like that works like NSA or things like, oh, I'll just put all these podcasts on a list so then I can just listen to them for work. Yes. Yes, I do. Hey, 
And the NSA are people too. They have to like you know they got to pass the time. Like, yeah, yeah I, sure. I, I do the same thing when I'm at work at my job. It's for work. Hey, I'm reading this book for work. It's called How to Train Your Dragon. It's a great book. Do you work at a dragon movie. trainery? Yeah, well, uh, business has not been so great lately. Yeah, Trump. Because of the economy. No one can afford dragons. So, Logan, you want to help us talk about a movie by telling us about the movie? Well, which movie are we talking about? <gasps> the girl with all the dragon tattoos. An abduction one more time because our fans demanded it. Our fans at the NSA. We know you're listening, boys. All right. This week's movie is The Girl with All the Gifts, starring Gemma Arterton, uh Glenn Close, um, a bunch of people they don't know, and what else is there on this film? Someone's laughing at me. Don't tell them to laugh at me, Dylan. I'm not a joke. I will not. Wait, did you hear that? I mean, I'm, I'm wow, these walls are thin. I think my mic is up too high. Yeah, it is. Let me turn it. Yeah, I think down. I can hear can your I forehead. Do... Hear my forehead scrunching? Yeah. Hmm. This, is... Just... this is not good. It's fine. Okay, let me see. So when you guys are on the iPhone app for Skype, how do you make it not sound as bad? Oh, I know. You start talking about a movie. All right, let's do it. Yeah. Here, should I should I take the headphones out and just talk on it like it's a phone? I could do that. That that went pretty well one time. Yeah, I mean that's what I'm doing. This movie oh, yeah. was okay. written by okay. Mike Carey, and he wrote it at the same time that he wrote the book that is also this, and it's directed by Cole McCarthy, who I don't know about. Apparently, Cole McCarthy directed an episode of Sherlock. What is all that tapping? That's me charging my phone, baby. How do I sound now, guys? I didn't know what I it mean, was, but I knew it was Dylan. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it wasn't too bad. Like, you just, I mean, whatever. You know, whatever. Is this better or worse? Episodes of uh, Peaky Blinders, and he's directing the pilot for Krypton. Is that a show? Yeah, it's about Krypton. Or, or like spaceship. the Superman planet. Cool. All right, so what which did you episode guys... of Sherlock did he direct the bad one? I, which one was the bad one? Another, what are you talking about? Was there's, it the one where he kills ones. himself for no reason? Or was it the one where he imagines he's on a plane or something? <laughs> the one where he kills himself for a reason? I mean... It was to dir- mess with with Sherlock. No, he directed Sign The Sign of three. three. Which is the best man speech one. Oh. oh, the pointless wedding one. Yeah, it was great. The one with like the Matrix scene when they get married for no reason. The only thing I remember oh. from that one is... The something Garreter, so I guess I don't really remember that either. So never mind. Rage means Rachel. All right, so I'm looking at my notes here. It looks like we watched a movie tonight. I think it was called The Girl with All the Gifts. She's got some hot memes, some dank memes, and she's got the good Twitter gifts going on. Uh, um, I would recommend. Yes. Oh, gifts? Gifts yeah. with a T. Oh, yeah. Shit. I, I think it was better with watching a bunch of gifts than a nice spot of tea. So, Matt, what do you think about this movie? I thought it was all right. <clears throat> I wasn't ready to go because I thought Dylan was, was going to say what he thought first. Because he you started can tell talking. how much I wanted to interrupt everyone. Dylan, what did you think of this movie? That was all right. Sorry, I okay. thought Matt was going to interrupt me and then... Shut up, uh, Dylan. No, I thought it was pretty good. Oh, 
Mm. What? <laughs> <laughs> I liked the whole beginning a lot. And we'll talk the about that in a second after we're talking about it. Okay. Logan, what do you think? I really enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. I mean, I expected to enjoy it because I think Mike Carey's a good writer. I think they did a good job. I think it was fun. I think it was grim. It was a really grim world. And it was also an interesting premise, which I liked. I mean, what I think the movie? So it's uh, getting the, the meat of these things, this thing. Oh, can I say what I thought? I mean, you did say what you thought, so, I mean, we're moving on. All right, fair enough, fair enough. Now we're going to talk about spoilers. Because <laughs> of the spores later. That's yeah. a spoiler. Yeah, it is. That's why I called it a spoiler. Dylan, what did oh, boy, you think were... of the movie? What did I think of the movie? Uh, I'll tell you what I thought of the movie. I thought it was I thought it was pretty good. I thought it went on too long. Like Matt, I think the first half is better than the last half. It definitely drags. Oh, I thought you were but... saying you think that I go on too long. I thought. Uh, what did I think of, of you talking just then? I think your audio quality is the best out of the three. But um, I don't know. Sometimes your voice like doesn't carry, so it's kind of hard to like hear what you're saying. Maybe, maybe you can like try to talk lower. Perhaps. It doesn't. Mike carry. Oh wait, Mike and oh, holy shit! I'm just putting this together. All right, I realize this, it's a fake name. Logan, yep. what did you? Oh wait, we're talking about the movie. Uh, no, we don't have to. What happened in the movie, you guys? I really liked the uh, whole beginning because I didn't really know anything about the movie. I think even if you know the basic premise, uh, it starts out with a little girl in a cell and like soldiers come in and strap her into a wheelchair and wheel her in with a bunch of other kids. And it's funny because they're treating the kids like they are monsters, but they seem like little kids. It's funny like that she's like, good night, private so-and-so, like whoever the person that she's talking to. And they're like backing out of the room with machine guns on her. Yes, the contrast yep. was nice. It does a good job. It does a good job at first of just putting you right, uh, of giving you all you need to know about this world without actually telling you almost anything. And then about midway through the movie, it starts telling you everything. It didn't really need to do that. I uh, think there's that, a lot of exposition when you get to the metal. I think that part uh, played better than if you had been introduced to actually what's going on in the world. I think it's better that you just see right like, because you don't you don't even know with... it, yeah you don't even like know that it's like a zombie apocalypse thing I mean you can obviously there are hints but you don't know you're not showed it until shown until like what twenty five minutes of the movie I think yeah yeah that that that's even what this is you know if you know nothing about it um, and I was the same I I mean I saw the picture I knew there was some kind of zombies going on but uh, yeah it was it was it was um it was pretty cool. Uh, way to way to introduce that and then we also get introduced to a little actress. Well, actually, she's Sarah Planetall, so she's not that little. But her name is Glenn Close, and she does a bang-up job. She does great. She definitely does. They're all pretty great, actually. The acting in this is pretty solid. Um, do you want to like? Do you want to do a little more story first, or can we talk about the main care about Melanie and her acting? What do you mean, Melanie? Oh, like Jonah uh, Arden's character? Start talking uh, about what you want to talk about. Okay, good call. Oh, I'm sorry. Is Melanie not the oh, name Melanie of the little girl? Melanie the little was girl. the little girl, yeah. Sinian. Right, right, right. I was just struck. Like, I was kind of torn with her because uh, she seemed, she does, like, this great, you know, like, wide-eyed, kind of innocent, like, othered distance to her, but, like, very observant. And uh, they, she pulled that off really well, you know, being this kind of quiet, 
child, uh, but also, you know, has some childlike moments um, that aren't too, like, twee or too obnoxious. But then at the very end, when she has to get very emotional, it's she still feels kind of distant and weird. So I, I don't know. I, I, I guess, I guess if the the point of performance was to um, just be kind of bizarre and strange and like a little like like welcoming, but like a little off putting. I guess that was kind of the whole point of of her. And in that way, she pulled it off completely. Well, it, it just never it just it never seemed like she was. Like her sincerity didn't quite come across to me in a I, weird way. I don't know. I, well, I kind of feel like um, Glenn Close. The first time you see her, she's like going by and she just uh, checks in. She is the uh, Doctor Caldwell, and she um, she just checks in with each of the kids and like asks them a few questions. And uh, she said something about uh, the subject, like emulating human behavior or something like that. And she said the the, yes. like, the the jury's still out on you know whether this is a little kid that has some sort of infection or this is just a new species essentially trying to fit in and pretend to be a little kid. I feel like at the end of the movie, the jury's kind of still out on that. I don't. Hey, don't blame those kids. They're just feral kids. Don't blame those kids. They don't. They don't know anything. They have. They've been alone for years. I think. Yeah, those are feral mold brain kids. Exactly. Yeah, they're different. It's a. Uh, it's a. It's a how fungus. How long has it been? Well, how long has it been since the zombie thing started? Because London looked pretty messed up. I don't know. It's been at least ten years, right? Yeah. Did you say so? Did they say it? I don't think they said, Maybe. but just basing on like these kids' age that they seem. Fair yeah. Enough, fair enough. So Matt, you were talking earlier about how um, it some has some of the like horror post apocalyptic fiction beats that it hits, and it definitely has. Um, it, it it is it varies wildly between being like very derivative and being like very original. It's a lot of really cool uh, cool things. Like uh, so much of it was like The Last of Us, the, the game, even down to like the the fungus zombies, the cordyceps. Even called them like cordyceps, I think, in the game. And that was kind of like children of men, right? With like uh, the, the person that you have to like keep alive. And uh, I'm trying to think of what else. Uh, let me look at my notes. But yeah, mostly those are the two that came to mind. That like it does a lot of the same beats, but I was never really like offended by that so much. And it had enough twist on it. Usually, just by the idea of the thing you're keeping alive is also a fucking monster and gonna kill you. Maybe I thought, well, was, I thought uh, that was a good twist. The early scenes uh, in the base kind of reminded me of high school. <laughs> well i mean you had a lot of behavior problems as a kid so I, they, they did they had to chain you down right i think i had behavior problems because they did that uh, fair enough fair enough they Does were a problem with ca- cause and effect they were pointing machine guns at us with their attitudes it was the 90s that was the style of the time you know it was all about threat teaching yeah and it did not work out now had onions on their belt so <laughs> that too uh yeah, one of the kids goes missing. She asked them to <laughs> I don't know exactly what this was, but uh she she asks for like a random number between one and twenty. Glenn and, Close does, yeah, when she walks around the cells and talks to Melanie, sure. Yeah, and then um one day like number thirteen's door doesn't open and that kid is missing. And then the like the next time she asks this was like right after um shit. What was her name? Uh, Miss Miss Justino? Is that what she called her? Uh, yeah, I think so. Gemma Arkinson's. Yes. Rowan so, Atkinson. 
so she's talking to Mr. Bean and the the nice teacher that is like always reading stories and asking them to write stories. Oh yeah, I liked her story too, which she she asked them to write a story and she uh Melanie writes a story about like the most kind and wonderful woman in the world and it's like that's very derivative of things that they have just recently been talking about which could be uh fungus trying to emulate things that humans say or it could just be a little kid trying to emulate things that humans say exactly yeah i mean and... kids are sponges anyway right so it's it's kind of a a tricky situation yeah and uh, uh, Miss Justino pats her head, and that's when uh, Colonel Park, Sergeant, Colonel, Sergeant, Sergeant Parks Sorry. Uh, comes in and yells at her and gives the demonstration of like enticing a kid with his smell and making him go crazy, trying to eat him. Yeah, off his blocker gel. Yeah. Man, those kids had fun. I would love to be a like a clinky teeth, clinky, chompy zombie. That would be so great. Uh, so after that, um, Miss Justino visits Melanie and like, they left her strapped into her chair, I think. And she was like trying to help. And Melanie's like, get out of here. Like she's trying to like fight her urge to eat that lady. And then she escapes. And yeah, the next time Glenn Close comes by, she asks her for a random number before she leaves. And she like interrupts her before she finishes and says four. And Glenn Close seems like, oh. Four, and that's her uh, her cell number is four, and mm-hmm. then then they decide immediately after that to take her to the lab and uh, cut her brain out because you see the kid that was missing number thirteen. There's like a jar with a brain in it that says number thirteen. Yeah, and that scene, uh, it's one of my favorite scenes in film. You don't see a lot of them. It's the people doing stuff unaware in a room in front of a giant window, and the thing is coming at them. And you can't hear the thing coming at them until it crashes through. Uh, that was great. And uh, what is that John Carpenter movie with Cthulhu and Sam Neill? There's a great scene of that. Oh, Mountains of Madness. I forget what that movie's called. Yeah, Mouth of Madness, I think. Ma- Mouth of Madness, yeah. Um, yeah. And but I think there's... Mountain, I'm not sure. Which, uh, yeah, one of those. Like an, an alarm was going off and the, uh, the lady was closing a... Like, uh, let's call it a, a blast door. Um, she was closing, uh, yeah, she was closing the shutter over the thing and it was, uh, coming down. So while you see the thing running to the window, I kind of like that could have been that she was just casually closing it and the thing smashes into it and, oh, this is just how used to fighting zombies they are. But no, that's what I thought anyway, but it breaks through and just like head butts through the window and grabs that lady. Yeah. So the zombies here, um, they they run a fine line between like very frightening and very silly. And that's a very very thin line because yeah. it's like kind of funny sometimes. They're like a little little chattery, and then they like make very exaggerated movements. And so, but sometimes it's very effective. It's it's like kind of both. It's pretty it's pretty weird. Like they're very like they're very like affected, and they're very you know they're weird with their arms, and they go kind of like rah, rah, you know look around, do the do the zombie thing. But um, yeah, I don't know. Sometimes it's a little funny. Oh, yeah. Uh, there's some stuff in here that they don't really explain, but I was wondering about, like, um, uh, the kids eating, like, mealworms. I, my assumption it was is rice, that, Michael. like, they, <laughs> shut up. My assumption is that, like, they have to feed them live food, and that's just the easiest way to do that. 
Somebody just like that. fell down a hill. Someone went through a static portal. Oh, and now they're back. Logan, was that you? I think so. I think I like cut out and uh is your are you good now? Is your phone good? Yeah. Okay, cool, cool. Uh, she, uh, yeah, I think they I, I think they just have to feed him meat. I totally think that's it, and then give him the Snowpiercer treatment, I suppose. This is the easiest. No, uh, she gets really sleepy every time after she eats. They're probably drugging her too. But, or no, that uh, is every time. You yeah, want she eats long. people and like wild <laughs> she like eats a cat later. And she gets sleepy and lays down. That was a great scene. She's got diabetes, maybe, or something? Uh, maybe she's got the... Yeah, the fungus is making... It's telling her to sleep. Telling yeah, her to it's bad. It's energy. Yeah, Matt, you don't go to sleep after you eat? Well, yeah, but I thought it wasn't healthy. When you eat a cat, you don't go to bed? I haven't tried it. You want me to test that? Yeah, go try it out. Yeah. Report back to us. Okay. I mean, don't eat yours. Go eat some other one, like a feral one. Eat a homeless cat. Their lives are worth nothing. Exactly. How do you know a homeless cat from an outdoor cat? Oh, well, I think... Well, uh, oh, chase yeah, the good. cat, and, and if it goes into a house, don't eat it. Well, <laughs> what was the other option? Bust into the house and eat it? No, no, no. Then, then you know it has If it doesn't run into a home, then you can eat it. All right. Thanks for telling me that. Otherwise, I would have headbutt dived through a window and gone after it. Just because it worked in ben this movie doesn't mean it'll work for you. Chompy chattering my teeth. So Glenn Close just she literally just dies from a from getting from cutting herself and then that in fact that cut got infected. That's what happened. Yeah, yeah blood pretty poisoning. much. That sucks, dudes. I cut myself on occasion. I don't want that to happen to me. I knew you cut yourself. Not like that. Well, I got it on tape. Now for future <laughs> use. NSA, take him away, boys. That was the code word. Uh, yeah, so this uh, Glenn Close gets hurt. There is something that I was going to say, but then I got distracted <laughs> by thinking about knives. So I'm going to keep talking until someone interrupts me um, with something to save substance. Logan, don't interrupt him. Let's see where this and I'm goes. Just gonna keep, i got to keep Super going. Goes. And uh, let's see, zombies. What are we talking about? Uh, zombies. Uh, 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 um, Star Wars. Well, let me look around here. What do I see? Okay, there's a painting. Oh, there's a rabbit. I think. Oh, go help me out. Oh, somebody, Kevin. Call Kevin. He needs to get on here. He'll know what to do. Beautiful, beautiful silence. I can only hold that for so long. This is amazing copy, but someone yeah, has to talk right. right now. I'm forgetting other things that I knew. I'm, I'm losing, like, uh, cognition. Hey, what's this noise? Oh, that's like a screw. No, that's like a like you're twisting off like the cap of a bottle, like a, like a metal bottle. It's a fidget cube. I figured out all the noises I can make it make. Oh, awesome. Well, that's cool. I gotta get my new fidget spinners. We can have a little fidget off. Oh, I remember the thing I was going to say. Hey, guys. It. Uh, it's time for another episode of the classic, hey, let's talk about that movie bit, Wacky Subtitles. Insert theme song here. Did you guys watch this with the subs on? Yeah. They had some pretty funny ones. Um, like when the alarm goes off where the base gets broken into, it says klaxon, uh, indicating breach. Like, that's kind of editorializing. You don't need to, like, I don't know that that's what that means. <laughs> 
It can indicate a lot of things. Also, Logan, I'm sure you saw the constant. Anytime that one, the musical refrain comes on, the subtitles say, eerie, meditative, chanting theme rises. <laughs> I did see that. I did notice that. <laughs> that happened quite a bit. And then I think when, like, uh, all hell's breaking loose at the base, uh, there's something that says, hungry's growling. And this is before they tell you that they're called the hungries. So oh. I can only imagine if you didn't have subtitles on what you were calling these so things. You don't know Zombies, what I that guess? means? Minions? Hungry's Probably growling? Minions, yeah. Is that just like the person typing the subtitles is getting hungry? I got the hungry guys. I can hear him growling. I kind of I enjoyed so. the. Let me see if I remember what you called it. Creepy meditative chant, eerie meditative chanting theme. Yes, that was the. I guess that's the title of the main uh, the main track. I enjoyed that. Did you like the scene where they have to do the the sneak through the zombie sneak through? I've never seen that before. I got questions about that. Yeah. Uh, it's one, the, the rules are that are because they'll they'll be real quiet and then at some other times they'll like you know close doors loudly or do things. Yeah, there's things like bang on walls. There's a lot of stuff that they don't explain that like you can draw your own conclusions, which is maybe good and maybe bad. But um, I don't know. I felt like uh, they say eventually, like whenever enough of them gather, they like turn into this weird growth kind of looks like air potatoes like spiky air potatoes they look they look like um durians kind of yeah yeah they kind of do i my assumption was like all the ones that were just standing around were like sort of starting to go into that phase or whatever so that's why only some of them responded because i was surprised once they finally ended up uh making noise and like started shooting them they don't like the whole crowd doesn't descend on them. They still continue the sneak through and there's only like one here and there will like come after them and they shoot them and then keep sneaking. Yeah, I guess it's been so long and like the giant tower thing that they're like, you know, turning into spores now, I suppose, or, you know, turning into whatever they are colonies. So there's not like a huge amount. And also that's a good way to avoid the like zombie horde thing. Right. Or like, what do you do when you have a constant zombie horde on you? Yeah. Yeah. This is a lot like a video game, and specifically like the video game Last of Us. But uh, I do like the part where they get to a magic—not magic—they get to like a—they <laughs> happen upon a lab station. Was that totally by chance? Like a perfect like home base? Like you can save your game at? Yeah, I think so. That was pretty fun. So, it's did so anyone fun. else call that this was going? Well, we're we're we're, we're uh, spoilers, spoilers, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, did anyone else call the I Am Legend ending at some point? At some point, like, wait, that little girl's gonna realize that it's like. You know, no, I no. didn't. I, I thought I, I thought it was fine that they did that. I was like, this is gonna go. I'm legend a little bit. Like as soon as she found the feral kids in the uh, in the town. Uh, yeah, I didn't figure until she like left, and then you know when she was on her way to go do it. Yeah, yeah. It turns out I think twenty eight point three percent of players chose that ending. So it was a pretty rare ending. You know, most people went with the, the safe ending where they sacrifice themselves to save humanity. Oh, uh, did they not have that conversation with Glenn Close where? Uh... Which that was the thing that changed her mind eventually was uh, she's about to let Glenn Close cut open her brains. And do you think she was actually going to do that? Yes. Okay. Oh, I, oh, you mean the girl? I'm not sure. I don't know. I, it was she's hard to read. She asked her Who about totally was about the do you, do you still think you know that uh, that it's not you know that we're like emulating human behavior or whatever? And she said no. And she's like, so we're alive, or I'm alive, or whatever? She was like, yeah. And then she's like, all right, then. Fuck you, old lady. And then 
went. Fuck you, world. It's my town now. She, Clint uh, Close, should not have had a late game um, sense of heart. I guess you know she was just trying to appeal to Melanie's sense of humanity. I suppose. Yeah, I wondered that about was her that. Problem. I wonder if she was just saying that. Like, you know, oh, I'm about to kill you and okay, here's a nice thing. It'll make you feel good. Or if uh, she did change her mind, if she did change her mind, I think it was it was solely based on the fact that the girl was like about to let herself be killed to save everyone else. Like she was just blindsided by the duty that this this girl had out of well i mean the fact that if it was just a directive of this fungus like why would it let itself be killed to kill itself like to to wipe out the fungus sure yeah fair yeah fair enough i i I just i just read it as she's she's a total pragmatist right i mean that's kind of her whole thing she's like a hard-ass pragmatist so she would say literally whatever she thought would get this girl to let her do this and she fucked up by doing that. She should have you know, should have not done that. I mean, that's uh, a also, pretty logical if, if conclusion, went, though. If she actually went through with it, how how would the vaccine work? How would it have, like... Yeah, do what? you think she actually would have gotten a vaccine from her? That's always the problem with, like, these movies, too, where it's like, we've got the vaccine. Well, there's only, like, two humans left. Like, it's what do you do? It seems <laughs> like... like what, are you gonna... <laughs> is, is it a magic air thing? Like, how are you gonna get this to everyone? Yeah, I assume it's not retroactive, like, do you undo all of the people that are already fucking rotting and turn into mold plants? Um, yeah, I wouldn't yeah. think so. You gotta have the Dragon Balls for that. Yeah, exactly. And it has to have happened in the past year, so I don't even know. You might have to get the Namekian Dragon Balls if you want to undo the whole thing. I guess we're going to space. Oh, that would have been a cool turn to the movie. But, yeah, she they found the, uh, like, weird spore tower, and uh, Glenn Close tells her, you know, that her theory is that if these seed pods open, then that's the end of the world. That uh, it, Once it's airborne, because before that it's just uh, transferred through bodily fluids, and the seed pods are very hard. She smashes one on the ground, and it doesn't open. She's like, oh, it's a bad design, though. Mutants have to take the rough with the smooth. It's a weird line. Charles, get out of my head, Charles. But yeah, so the little girl like uh, disregard that takes. I will cut that out. I won't really. Thank you. Um, yes, you will. <laughs> now I'm not gonna. Cut You'll it do out. it because humans need to live, and you are the cure to not letting anyone else hear that except for us three. Spare them the anguish that all three of us felt. Wait. So do you think I actually have a choice over what things I cut out and what I leave in? Yes. In that case, hold on while I go leave this in. Just, Logan, do it. End it. Kill me. I don't want to. I don't want to turn into one of those. The little girl takes Whoops. off and does the scene that we're acting out right now where she sets mm-hmm. fire to the sport tower and it like explodes, which that was pretty. The, uh, that was the- yeah. yeah, the effects were. I usually think if like British movies tend to have you know lower budgets, right? So not as good effects, but I thought the effects were great. Like there was not a moment that looked silly. Yeah, and they only run yeah. like six I mean, like, episodes. All the zombie makeup was good. Like it seemed like they had a pretty big big budget for this. They had a lot of extras. Know, yeah, no, it never felt small. small. It definitely it never felt small. I mean, it was definitely you know intimate, you know a tight kind of zombie movie, you know, and a lot of characters. But yeah, you're right. There were a lot of extras. Makeup was great. Sometimes I feel like The Walking Dead zombies like you can see one or two that are like yeah it's kind of a, just a guy that's just like a guy in like a grungy like dirty shirt 
All right, I'm looking it up. It says the budget was 4 million euros. No, it wasn't. This was before Brexit. Um, Oh, shit, you're right. So this movie at $5 million uh, was only slightly more expensive than Beyond the Gates. Wow. (laughs) That's like a whole... Wow. Jimmy, you can make five five stolen summers for that. Yeah, like... With Jimmy Arden and Glenn Close in there, too? I guess they like, like those are, the picture. Those aren't small names. Uh, well, you know, Glenn Close is an American. She's not British. Do you notice that, guys? Do you notice that she wasn't British? You mean in wasn't. this movie or in real life, did we notice? I, 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 don't, I don't think she's British in real life, right? I don't know. She's probably not. She's not British in this movie. I know this isn't the point of the movie, but do you think like there's any other people alive? Because the last we hear about it, Beacon, which I guess is their like main base, I assume. Uh, seems to be getting overrun and like they had to run away too. Yeah, they have communication problems with them. I don't know. I assume there's somebody, but I guess not by the end of the movie. Yeah. Uh, but there's presumably a lot of the like second generation, these uh, feral kids. There's a lot of ripped open pregnant bellies. Oh, yeah. Know? We didn't talk oh, about yeah. that. That's where these kids came from. Is they were kids that their mothers were infected, I guess, when they were pregnant, and then they like the the babies ate their way out. Yeah. Well, apparently they like cored them out, like they ate everything. Yeah. They couldn't even do the honor of like an alien chest burster and just kind of get out of there. They had to fucking eat the whole thing, clear the whole area before they got out. Yeah. Exactly. So they ate out their mothers, and then these people like found them. Which the guy says a thing right before he dies. About, like, the last time I saw her, she was seven months or something like that. So I'm assuming that's, I'm assuming that's why they found them is because this guy was, like, looking for this lady. Yeah. I'll allow that. So let's go through some awkward quotes. It's not time for another segment on Halo Tadmo. I've got one, and I read the subtitles, so I made sure that's what they're saying. Uh, when Melanie is trying to borrow walkie-talkie when she goes out one of her, one of her um, constitutionals, uh, the other guy, the other, uh, the dead meat, uh, the other military guy, like doesn't want to give him his thing. Doesn't want to give him the radio. And then the main military guy is like, uh, she'll give it you back. Is that a British thing? Do we say that? She'll, she'll give, give it, you, it back. you back. She'll give it you back. I don't remember him saying that. She'll give it you back. Is that like you verified that that's what he audibly said as well as subtitlely said? Yes. Okay. Wow, I didn't she'll even register you, that. She'll give it you back. They probably like didn't have big budget and they're probably just like, whatever. People not I think that's some weird twisty, <laughs> wisty, British wordy birds. I think that's some cockney rhyming slang. Twisty, wisty, wordy birds? Twisty, wimey, timey, wimey, Doctor Who. Uh, there's another line that I thought was silly when... Uh, Jim uh, Rowan Atkinson says to Glenn Close, uh, Glenn Close is something saying something about compassion or something, and then uh, Rowan Atkinson says, "That's more your thing than hers." Or like talking about being like a dick, and then she oh, says, that, and I, th- "I thought that was a silly line." It was uh, Jim Arden to uh, Glenn Close, I think. It was like where uh, she was talking about like saying that she won't feel anything when she cuts her open. Uh, yeah, she said. That's more your thing than hers. Yeah, thank you for Not completely fixing anything. that thing that I said. Because <laughs> you're right. That's yeah. the context that, that, that was needed to have. That makes sense. Yeah, thanks, yeah, that, Logan. That's more your thing than hers. I, I knew Dylan it. got it wrong, but I couldn't remember the right thing. 
The important thing is I got it wrong. Also, um, when she gets not gassed by Glenn Close, I thought that was great, first of all. Glenn Close was wearing a little thing, and she's gassing everybody. That was fun. Did everybody um, get gassed when they came back? Yeah, and yeah then like, get, like drags her. She's, like, screaming in pain. Yeah, it's pretty great. Uh, and Rowan Atkinson, when she wakes up on the floor, she's, like, really making out with that floor. Did you notice that? She, like, gives it some love and Watch it again. She's kissing the floor. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, here's well, here's a, Rowan Atkinson. Don't question it, Logan. <laughs> Dylan's just having brain problems. Who's Rowan Atkinson? Well, it's time for a new segment on Halo Tadmal. Let's explain Rowan Atkinson's career to Logan. He is a British comedian, uh, loved in uh, England. He uh, he's Mister. Here, Boogie. I'll do some parts. of his famous bits while you explain it. Please. Uh, he played Mr. Bean, who is a silly character who gets in the farcical physical comedy situations. He wasn't uh, in this movie, was he? No, he was not. Other people... Uh, he also uh, plays Black Adder, which is another beloved uh, British series. Maybe you've heard of? Yeah, but why do you say that he was in this movie when he wasn't? I'll, I'll tell you, Logan. I will reveal what's behind the curtain. Uh, the point there is that Jimma Atkinson kind of sounds like Rowan Atkinson a little bit. I'm Gemma Arson? Yeah, it sounds nothing like Rowan Atkinson. That's the only connection. It's a sliver of a thread. I'll put in laughter so at the bits I'm doing in post. So it's okay, just like, you. it's just something Dylan made up for no reason at all? This is what Logan, I'm at, I told right? you, Logan, yeah, Dylan's brain is doing is, something. Is a long it's con maybe the evolution. Like, maybe humanity in the, this earlier generation is going to be able to uh, uh, just invent reality. We can, we can will it with our minds. We better start doing that before the robots do it for us, because then it's too late. Yeah, we uh, didn't talk about um, that scene with the ferals. Like, she finds an apartment of feral kids. That are, it's true. Yeah, that are like these second generation kids that are, you know, sentient, but, you know, they just grew up on their own. Uh, yeah. And that raises a lot of questions. I got one big question about, like, why was this, why did this stupid ass thing happen? Because when they let her out and she goes and finds them, they, like, send a dude out for food. And then yeah. right after that, she's like, oh, oh, I need food, too. Like, I can smell you. I'm like, you can tell she's starting to, like, go a little crazy for flesh. And so they just turn yeah. her out, like, right after that guy. It's like, what it's the like, fuck what are you doing? Out. Yeah, I figured what was going to happen was she was going to eat that dude. Like, yeah, either way, either that guy's dead or uh, she's going to get fucking shot. And that goes against, like... That goes against their priorities either way. So yeah, that was dope. That gets pulled by the old trail of goodies. It's the Hanson Gretel in reverse. Yes, the feral kids set a trap for him. The trail of unmarked cans. And also to add more uh, social commentary, the kids are not in the apartment. They're in some kind of either library or school or bookstore. They're like tearing up books. Ah. They're getting they they also have a, a white tees on them, like like above their eyebrows, on their nose, and on their shirts. Oh yeah, like some kind of uh, paint, like face paint that they've tr- tribally been doing to to each other. What yeah. I'm sure that has meaning, but more than just you know 
like showing their feralness. Does that like does that mean like the uppercase T? Is it like a like super Christians? Because it's at the lowercase T. Yes, this is you figured out what this movie is a metaphor for. All right, Christianity Plus. Yeah, Christianity. There's room for another Jesus. Take over the world. The world's not She's over. It's just not yours anymore, Dylan. Yeah, Glenn Close should not have said that to that uh, fungus lady, fungus girl. Wait, Glenn Close didn't say that, did she? No, she didn't say. That. Well, you know, I mean, she shouldn't have said like you know, she shouldn't have put that idea in her head. What did she, she say? I am legend herself. I don't remember what you're talking about. What did she say? Oh no, like the just the last the line that oh Glenn that, Close that says would that be makes, a, all right. yeah, just in general. Uh, did you guys get some like serious like grenade? Like, uh, I, I wanted him to explode all those kids, and he yeah, didn't do it. Yeah, I was really surprised yeah. he didn't do that because he's getting eaten alive. Yeah, at the last second he, when he he's getting eaten, why not? Because then you blow up all the food, and they don't have any food. Yeah, but then he just takes out a bunch of people who are going to eat them. Yeah, the, the ones kids that can't do it. Can the little think kids and set traps. So uh, Melanie is not necessarily special. In that, like, the, any of those kids in the classroom could have also been the star of this movie. Like, there's nothing in Melanie that's like she's the one that has the vaccine or something. Like, they're all. I mean, other than she's like kind of, yeah. I mean, okay, yeah, yeah. She seems uh, interested. That, yeah, that's what I was wondering about. Is Glenn Close actually going to be able to make a vaccine? Because she cut open one kid's head, and she, for some reason, I don't know why, she decided that cutting open this other kid's head is the, this is going to be the one i'm going to make the vaccine if i can get get to her brain give me that brain give me that spine i don't know i think these are the right questions to ask this movie is begging for a 28 week style sequel that defeats the purpose of the first one <laughs> where <laughs> there's just a bunch of zombie kids having a society yeah it's, it's actually just um just like a caveman movie, kind of. Be like a rom com, but just set in this world. Yeah, and they don't talk; they just crown on each other. I could, I could go for that actually. Uh, it did not look at all like Melanie was was bashing that boy's head in with a baseball bat. No, that, was, that looked but, very bad. Yeah, that's that's the scene I was uh, trying to talk about when I brought up the feral kids. Is uh, that's her, she's like protecting the other people that she took to go find them and save the other guy, and they failed at doing that. That she yeah. just she just starts like smacking around the feral kids and then kills the one that had a bat, which I guess was their leader. Yeah. So and now then she drops the bat. He's the leader. That. Yeah. So what were you guys favorite scenes? This movie. Window. Window, of course. Oh, okay. Matt? Uh my favorite scene was probably the end of the movie, I guess. Oh, we gotta talk about that. How could we not? Well, that's why I didn't talk about it because I wanted I mean, to bring it up in my it. favorite about... scenes. Oh, oh yeah, not that, but the very end. There yeah. are there are a couple endings too. I mean, it definitely has a little Lord of the Ringsy. Like, okay, 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 <laughs> sure. She goes back and Miss Junis. So oh, I forgot her name already. Um, is, <laughs> she's What's the that? only one left that stayed inside the airlocked uh, magic bus or whatever. And then you see it's. Later, the little girl is Melanie is taping up the pictures that she had in her room secretly and would stick up on the wall that, that symbolized hope, I guess. And then the lady gets up and comes over and starts teaching a class to sitting outside of the magic bus is the kids from the bunker from the like weird facility and all the feral kids. 
And the feral kids are like kind of fighting with each other, and Melanie like runs around and ah, like yells at them and makes them sit down and listen to the the thing. Oh, and well, I think the the poignancy is the well, it's like an obviously it's an inversion of the whole thing, and that's very funny. But she like uh, the the start of that scene is just her face, and like there's a like her eyes are open, and there's a tear rolling down her face. Yeah, and you're kind of not sure like is she dead like what she probably killed herself right or something like no i mean she might as well be you know it's, it's, yeah it's it's very it's it's kind of like a like a twilight zone or like tales from the crypt it's a very silly i mean i know it's very poignant and that's a very cool inversion of early in the movie but it's it's almost silly in how you know twisty it is and really like uh, melanie is, the little girl is like she's really just making the only thing that she liked happen like that, oh, this is what we do now is the only part that I liked of my day in the life that I grew up knowing. Yeah, we, we go to school because yep. this is the only one, only person left we got. Nobody else could teach us this. And it was fun because it's a nice lady. And then she kind of has to just go with it, right? What is, uh, what, what is, Ms., what is Rhoda Atkinson going to do? Yeah. Well, like, she was also setting, she's literally setting the foundation for like a new civilization. Right. You think Nothing. those kids are listening? Yeah, they definitely are. All right. All right. Logan, what was your favorite scene? And then I have a big question I wanted to ask that I brought up earlier. Oh, me too. I really enjoyed that scene where, like, she pretty much, like, fights all those feral kids, like, kind of, like, takes control and becomes the alpha. Yeah, that was good. In the part where she's like, all right, look down and pretend you're scared of me. And the guy's response is, pretend? <laughs> that was pretty nice. <laughs> yeah. you laugh a lot at that? Yeah, a little yeah. bit. Yeah, me too. Oh, yeah, and then, uh, like, they had that mask they had her wear, and then when she goes and, like, pulls it off and eats the cat, she comes back and she's like, oh, uh, the mask fell off, and but she's got, like, blood all down the yeah, front of her great. shirt. Well, I mean, like, that's a like, crappy mask. I mean, you'd think they'd have something to, like, actually lock it on, you know? Right, like, the only thing, uh, the only time it works is if they also have her hands cuffed, which they usually yeah. did. But, yeah, the big question is... Though the thing at the end when she decides to release all the spores, was that really like the the kid deciding, uh, you know, oh, well, this is just new form of life? Or was that uh, the, you know, the ultimate, ultimately that was the decision of the fungus in her brain? Well, I just think she found out, like, just kind of realized it's like, all right, it's, uh, if I don't do something, then they're going to be in control the entire time. You like, kind of can't separate the two, really. I like yeah. the ambiguity of it. I like not not like having a scene where like the fungus takes her brain over, it zooms into her brain, and then the fungus finally reaches <laughs> o- over all of it, and then it starts talking to her. I'm glad it didn't happen. Or a scene like, cool. where someone asks that question, like in this podcast. I'll cut that out of this podcast. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. I uh, it's I'll well, set it's like fire to nature the tower. Our nurture, you know, are we are we the sum of our experiences? Are we uh, is it deterministic? Are we uh, are we uh, just you know like everything's been decided in advance? Like everyone, like we know what we're gonna do. Our brain does, even though we don't. Yeah, it's both. It's both. It's both. 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 Mm. Well, that's the end of that movie. Mm-hmm. Throw it in the garbage. It's done. Uh, did it come out here? I mean, it seems like kind of a bigger movie, even though it cost five million euros. I mean, I first saw it on Amazon. That's French. My knowledge of it was it was came out directly to Amazon Prime. Yeah, I never uh, heard like, of it. Demand. Its, its box office was two point three. 
Which we didn't uh, wow. explain the title is because of uh, Pandora's box and stuff. Mm-hmm. That they bring up Pandora. She's a big Greek head. She loves mythology. Yes, yeah, seems like she loves whatever she's taught. She's like gifted. a kid, like a kid, you know, like kids listen and they learn. So, do you think? Um, so, is the fungus just in her brain, or is it like in her body too, like her arms? I don't know. Glenn Close said she needed her brain and her spine. And her spine, that's true. It's like, she said it's like wrapped around like an oak tree, so it's probably vertebrae and brain. So what would happen if she had a kid? Could she have a kid? I assume probably. so. She's mostly human. Yeah, I wonder if I mean, like the okay. third generation will be the same, or if it will be even more different. Or will those kids eventually grow up to be just like total zombies, because the fungus takes them over? Or is it like a semiotic relationship, like they both said? Also, just, you know, they help what, each other are, what are they going to eat? Like, animals? I guess just feral animals, right? Bugs, Ugh. cats. What kind of world is that, though, where the people that live there are eating animals? Well, you're a human. Of course you'd say that. Mm-hmm. You gotta cook the animals first. Oh, yeah. I got a question. Something I vaguely remember. She asked something about, like, you know... I don't remember if she asked, Glenn Close, do you know where we come from, or do you know where it came from? And she said, like, Yes, I think. I think she asked where we're, where we came from. So, okay. Then they know like where those specific kids came from. They don't maybe yeah. they don't know where uh, this like fungus hungry, came from. Hungry I think kids. It's, it's implied that they like grab him, right? That's like when they first find yeah. those masks in the truck and then the one guy to the other guy like, I think that's from when we were doing and then they're just like, stop, <laughs> don't say it. So I think they were like, they used to like, maybe when it was not quite as bad, they would go like round up feral kids. Or not feral kids, but like little kids, I guess. Do you think it was from space, or you think it was Terran in origin? I think it was a terrorist in origin. Do you hear that, NSA? Mm-hmm. Still listening? Still with us? You didn't check out, did you? Microchips. That's useful, right? I think it was Silicon. Uh, oh, Silicon Valley is will be on soon. That's a good show. Oh, good. Just in time. Oh, the last episode of Veep. Of the worst season of Veep will be on soon. <laughs> so what did you guys watch lately? Oh, 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 goodness. Goodness gracious. All right. Well, today, this very day, a Sunday, I saw a film in a theater called My Neighbor Totoro. And oh. I had never seen it before. And it was magical. Magical? Yeah. Uh, it's, it's great. It's like, uh, well, they're doing a Ghibli series, like, at the end of every month until December. They're doing another one. I think next month is either Castle in the Sky or Kiki's Delivery Service. I'm definitely going to that because I haven't seen those either. But uh, it's like, I, what can I say about a movie that everyone but me has seen? It was great. Seen it. You haven't seen it? Okay, well, it's like, um, it, it has this amazing thing of, like, kind of giving you, like, the sense of nostalgia and, like, like sadness, but, like, good sadness, even though, like, it's not explicitly, like, depressing or anything. Um, so and, and the children. Yeah. I said Sayudade. Is that what that is? Is that what that means? Whatever. That's a good way to put it. Uh, and the children behave very authentically childlike. Like they're very like realistic children <laughs> in, a, in a movie that has a lot of fantastical elements. Um, and it's kind of amazing because it's not, it, there's like not a conflict. Like there's not like a plot so much. It just is more like sensory and more about like the experience. So yeah, it's a pretty amazing film, Logan. It's like it's definitely, uh, it definitely is kiddie in that the star of it is or like a ten year old girl and like a four year old girl. 
and the world seen through their eyes. But it's a beautiful film. You should definitely see. Like I definitely get why it's a classic. It is not overrated in any way. Oh, it deserves fun. all of the attention it gets. Fun fact about My Neighbor Totoro: like the first U.S. release was pretty much published by Troma, Troma Entertainment. That's amazing because like it was worth nothing back then, right? Like Miyazaki yeah. had no cachet, and no one watched anime. Exactly. America. That's great. Yeah. Like they're, how they're, how long did they hold on to that? I don't know. Probably not long. I'm assuming. But like, yeah, it was, like, initially came over to America. They were, they were the people who brought it over. I'm just imagining uh, what's his name, just like wringing his hands, like, "Yes, we've got Japan's biggest movie. It's ours." Lloyd Kaufman. I would love to. Uh, I would love to see some promotional stuff, like a poster from that era with the Truman logo on it. That would be pretty beautiful. Actually, no, I shouldn't have said that because that would be a great Christmas gift for you, Logan. Damn. All right. <laughs> <laughs> that last. What have you seen? Yeah, cut that out. Cut that out so we didn't hear it. Okay. Uh. The only thing, like the only thing I watched recently is I plan to watch some anime, but uh, Glow. There's a new Netflix series, with the gorgeous ladies of wrestling. Just it's that was like an '80s TV show, and now they're making a new comedy series that's kind of like I don't know was inspired by that. Okay, I mean it's I've only watched shows, so it seems decent. But was is it from like a feminist angle or like a male gaze like cheesecake angle? Uh, a little bit of both. I guess. Okay. All right. It was really weird. Like the first, pi- the pilot, like Allison Brie plays like the main character, and the pilot she has two nude scenes, which is really weird. All <laughs> because, right. <laughs> because it doesn't seem like there's any nude scenes, at least so far that I've seen, like in the series. <laughs> but it <laughs> got you to those. keep watching, didn't it? Like mm-hmm. <laughs> that's how they get you. I don't know one of them seems like completely unnecessary. Like the first nude scene, which I was like really surprised by. I was like, "What the hell is this? Where this movies come from?" Whoa, Elsa Brie! It kind of came out of nowhere. It's like, what? What? Like this is? I don't see the point of this, and this doesn't really seem to fit the tone of the show. Like, it was meant to like, shock right, you, and that's it. But I mean, it seems like a decent show. Was I mean, it probably... exposition? That was a funny term I found out about Game of Thrones, where they'll you know put nudity in expo- expository scenes to make it more interesting a little bit i guess i mean okay. one of them was, and the other ones are kind of important as a plot oh okay so it doesn't really need to be shown she had to like go to the bathroom and she had really bad diarrhea so she had to strip all of her clothes off you know well, like, been there. Right. the first scene like she's in a conversation with uh with her friend about like talking yeah. about their lives and, like, her friend look like <laughs> and like well i don't know but <laughs> yeah, like they're like they're her friend is changing. Like there's no duty with on her friend at all, but then she's oh. changing. Like, Describe the, it slower, the, like, Logan. Slower. <laughs> but that was Matt, put some music on. Like it was kind of weird, like out of place. I mean, and then the, there's like a sex scene later on. All right. And then later on, you find out that that was her friend's husband. That you find out that it wasn't. It was a dream. Yeah, I mean, she's never had sex. But that was a uh, that was weird. I mean, like it, it went on like there was like three scenes worth of stuff that there, the sex scene pretty much. I mean, it seemed Logan, like your Netflix check came in because I'm gonna watch this now. I gotta get my <laughs> subscription back. This is like a good show. It's interesting so far. I enjoy Mark Maron's in it, playing a coach, casting director. Is it like a comedy pretty... or like a dramedy kind of like a? Yeah, dramedy pretty yeah, much. Okay, all right. I read a review and I said that. It, Kind of followed the the format of Orange is the New Black, like going to each of the ladies' lives. I haven't seen that yet. 
Oh, that's or, a, that's a. I, I fell off of that, but the first two seasons are like some of my favorite TV. Elijah Black. For yeah, sure. I watched the first season of that show. You're I too late, watched. Matt. You're too late. <laughs> Shut it down. But it seems good. I'm probably gonna watch the rest of it, and I'm getting kind of psyched about the Castlevania series coming out next. <laughs> what are you talking about? There's a Castlevania anime series, not this coming week, the one after. Like an anime or an, like a like what are we talking here? TV show, anime TV show, animated anime, like what's yeah. West, what, like anime, a western? Or? Yeah. Okay, yeah. I, that's the first anime, I heard about I this. Know, it's all American, like it's made by Americans. Oh, that's a shame because the one guy who does or the lady who does like the Castlevania art for like Symphony Night and some of the other games, like she's a beautiful style. Like the I way mean, they draw the character. For all I know, I don't know, but like it's, I mean, it looks cool. Where can I see this? In two weeks, uh, oh. it's gonna be on Netflix on July seventh. Okay, and very interesting. I had no yeah. idea that was happening. Hmm. It's a thing. It's a thing that was happening. I love that Netflix puts shows out in summer. That's fun. Yeah, Matt, what have you been watching? I don't remember. Oh, Matt, uh, are you watching clips of porn now? Because I told you to find music. Uh, um, <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, oh, I remember a thing that I uh, kept meaning to bring up. Um, Patriot, an Amazon Patriot. series. It's really good. I know I brought it up that. before, but I haven't brought it up enough. I really like that show. It's very good. Um, I remember you bringing it up because I, just like last time, tried to talk over you and talk about the, the Patriot. Patriot. Yeah, because you say yeah. the same thing all the time. Exactly. That was a test exactly. to see if it would happen again, and it did. Exactly. My hypothesis was proven. Prognosis um, positive. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't remember what else I watched recently, but uh, except for there's uh, one thing that we finished watching that's uh, Samurai Gourmet, and it's on Netflix. Oh, I think I watched. I don't know if I watched the website or not. Of that. I mean, yeah. It's, it's, it's on my list for some reason. It's uh, it's like a food show. I don't know. It's kind of nice, nice uh, low stakes. <laughs> just it's basically just an old man who's uh, recently retired and he doesn't know what to do with himself. He's kind of like a modern day Ronin, but he's not good at things really, uh, other than being a businessman. I I assume, and uh, so he's not a company man anymore, and so he just sort of walks around. And he just goes to places and he'll just go walk into a place and eat some food. And then he has a vivid hallucination about a samurai and what that guy might do. And I don't know. Is this an anime? Nope. It's live action. Sounds like an anime. It's kind of nice. I enjoyed it. Is there an Iron Chef anymore? Like the old one? Uh, is, Is there any more? Like, are they still making it? Or do you mean, does... The old recording still exists. Let me know if there's ever any more Iron Chef. Okay. I'll let All right. You know. So, so Dylan, take that movie or whatever. Well, uh, uh, oh man. Oh jeez. Oh my god. All right. You know what? I'm not gonna lie to you guys. I'm not gonna pretend that I haven't really picked out pizza. I didn't order this. Extra sausage. Oh, well, I have come two on penises. in. I'm very hungry. All right, well, let's stop that. But uh, the movie is Doctor Strange. Okay. Uh-huh. 
Good night, everybody. Oh, we'll see you next week for Benedict Cumberbatch and Sherlock Season 4, Episode uh, 3. After hey, everybody. Thanks for watching the movie and whatever. And now you get to email the show and email us at the email shop. Hello, Don't forget to go to Patreon. Invest in that company because it's going places. The email is real. Dylan is keeps pumping this uh, Patreon, which does not exist, but you can really. You might change it to an Indiegogo because us. you can make a setting where you keep the money even if you don't make your goal. Yeah, that part is true. But good night. Yep, good night, guys. I gotta go. My phone's dying, so I'll catch you later. Good night, Bye. Lex. All right, it's just the, it's just us. <laughs> My roommate's finally gone. So how's it going, Dylan? I just watched the zombie movie, and I don't know, the sight of blood and fungus just does something to me. Oh, right. I was kind of distracted uh, towards the end there, because I was trying to look for a movie to pick in case you didn't actually have one. The real trick to this podcast is that I like to keep you guys waiting. Yeah. Makes it more fun. I knew you had a movie, though. Yeah, everyone did, too. Yeah. I knew, too. Everyone but Logan. It's fine. The joke's on him, because he has to watch a movie he's already seen. Sweet, gullible Logan. Sweet, sweet, gullible Logan. Why can't you be more like Diablo Canyon 1? Now I'm mixing up the Simpsons quotes. I'm syncretic. I've uh, I've already seen Doctor Strange as well, but now I get the chance to see it on a tiny screen. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. We all need to watch it on the smallest phone you own in your house. I forgot to make that stipulation. All right, I'm looking for this nude scene now. Yep, she's nude. All right. Cool. Give me, ti- give, give me time codes. Right. I don't know who that is, but I can't wait to see it. Oh, it's like five minutes in. You'll see it if you watch this show. Thing. It's right God. off the bat. All right, that's on Vimeo. Well, I can't wait. I hope it was just like her, like taking a tampon out or something. That'd be pretty good. Just slurps it out. Yeah, I've got a tampon thing. Yeah, I can tell. You know what they should have done, Matt, in this uh, movie? I need to end the show now because of what you're saying. What? What should they have done? You know what they should have done? They should have killed that kid. Yeah, that would have been better for the world. Should have killed that kid. Yeah. What am I always saying? You kill that kid. Works every time. Yeah, once she spent so much time after, uh, like, she knocked everybody out, and then she took too long to kill that kid. Should have killed that kid. Why did yeah. she have to, like, why did she have to make the kid do this voluntarily? It's not going to make, like, her cure taste better. Well, she didn't think the kid would wake up that soon, but that's because oh, she's that's not true. a good the, scientist. Yeah. I'm glad they didn't have her, like, they didn't give her more vague powers besides that. That's, like, the only time... But I guess besides like not being being invisible to people to the zombies, she could breathe a lot. That was her only other power, I think. Yeah, she could the, not breathe that much. The fungus is metabolizing oxygen or whatever. So does the sure. fungus like just not bother with the gas? Like it's able to filter out the gas because yeah, otherwise, that's what it access. Yeah, that would have nothing to do with her actually breathing at that point. I guess it pumped a bunch more oxygen in her real fast, and that that made her not have to worry about it. I guess I don't That's know. My she guess. she actually she already do you remember the uh, like anesthetized her 
and she came out like the first time she woke up a lot quicker than they thought apparently oh yeah when they're trying to operate on her right which is weird because you think that they would have known that from the other kid because he has the same shit right but they three times they didn't learn this lesson so humanity deserved to die that was I the test from so the Christian God. To you too. Capital T. That's that's all I heard you say. Oh, the capital T God. That's the Christian God. The fungus God. It's a little I am legend, it's a little cars two. It's a little um it's a little bit country, it's a little bit Zootopia. Not any rock and roll to be found. Right. <sighs> oh yeah, FYI that episode that I just posted. Uh, I did cut one part out where you said "daddy like" and it really creeped me the fuck out. So I cut it out awesome. of the episode. I need that clip. Then I need to use it on my soundboard. All right, it's right before you say "keep going." I left that part. Okay, in. thank you. I wish if I could go back in time, I would have. You would have. You should have gotten the footage of me rolling around on the ground during the show. Did you roll around? That's on the ground a messed up. Lot? So I gotta go, bud. But I hope you keep killing that kid. Good you evening. You got to be king. Yeah, I still haven't played anyone else. I kept playing that uh, dynasty some more. No. Oh, that's Faces funny because. Fucked up though. All right, bud. I will never talk to you again. I won't be on the next week. Sorry. Sounds good. See ya.